Get on over to smitty1.com and click on the Underdog Fantasy banner. Deposit a minimum of 10 bucks, and I'll give you a free phone call. We'll talk draft, trade, whatever you want. Go to smitty1.com, click on the Underdog Fantasy banner, and make sure promo code Smitty's entered. Let's go. We had a little bit of a scare, and we're not out of the woods yet, but Justin Jefferson might be okay. If you're living under a rock, then you may have not heard that he suffered a potential sprained AC joint. Some people thought collarbone. Some people thought wrist. The man walked off the field holding his wrist, uh, apparently stabilizing this area. We're thinking AC joint. Hopefully not collarbone. Hopefully news doesn't break later that he broke a clavicle. That would be my concern. But if he escapes that, then I believe it will be a relatively minor type of thing. Maybe he misses a week or two. Maybe he doesn't miss that much time at all. But I think if it is just a mild AC joint sprain, the man will be back and ready to rumble in in more than enough time for week one. We've got Josh Allen signing a $258 million extension, making him what probably everyone's number one quarterback just because he's in the news. What do we need to worry about when it comes to Josh Allen and his ADP based on this news right here? People let the news influence them. And, and this might affect his ADP. We'll talk about that. And Saquon Barkley could be out until week three, according to some reports. Now, there's nothing definitive. Nobody knows an exact time frame. We're, we're really far out from week one. We can't possibly know how many weeks he will miss. But the fact that this is coming out at all should alarm everyone because it means he's not ready. He's not ready as of today. That could change. It is possible that Barkley could get ready in time for week one but when i say that writing was on the wall on saquon like it was with mike thomas it always boils down to what are the facts at play or in this case when there aren't any facts at all what do i mean by that smitty's talking about no facts facts so it's all about no facts smitty it is with mike thomas we had nothing nothing to go on to suggest that we shouldn't err on the side of caution always err on the side of caution when you're talking about a torn acl or in Mike Thomas's case, a torn deltoid. A deltoid that keeps the two bones in your leg from, from separating. And he damaged it so badly that he needed surgery right away. He didn't get it. Nor did we hear anything about Mike Thomas having surgery all offseason long. Yet people blindly went to bat and said, Mike Thomas is going to explode. You're going to be sorry. Barkley, case in point, we don't have anything to go on. If he had had the, the surgery, everything looked good. We we're we we're hearing great things about Barkley's progress. He's better than ever. He's so ahead of schedule. We could use that to assume a lot of things, right? Adrian Peterson, big quads, amazing thigh strength, which is tied to, to knee tightness and how quickly a player could bounce back from an ACL tear. The trust they have with their leg, their quads intact, their quads solid. He fit that bill in January, February. I admit, I liked him in like the top five. But as I started to hear, he might not be ready. As I started to hear that he himself was unsure about his week one availability. Time to panic because you've got an error on the side of caution. No information can be dangerous. I think Sal tried to say this on my live stream and I took it wrong. Sorry, Sal. When you chase an injury and you don't have any information, it could backfire on you badly. I think that's what Sal meant in the comments. Sorry, Sal. Sal, you're my boy, Blue. Guys come back from injury all the time, but they have something to prove to you. Evidence of some kind, the science involves, hearing really good things or ahead of schedule. You need stuff like that to vault somebody above healthier players that are are safer grabs and i'm going to tell you why i'd rather own clyde edwards alaire gibson Najee harris even jk dobbins 
over Barkley in 2021. We'll talk about Jefferson. He should be okay. Talk about Barkley and what I just said about liking Gibson and Clyde over Barkley. Are you out of your mind, Smitty? Josh Allen and what happens to his value. And why Adam Schefter can't spell wide receiver, it's because his iPhone won't let him. All of that and more, the Fantasy Football Show begins now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Let's kick it off with JJ. I believe we're looking at good news because according to Shefty, it's a sprained AC joint. Nothing serious per source, but we need further testing as Shefty is telling you right there because they could find a a cracked clavicle. That's my worry. Out of the woods will be, hey, nothing's wrong with the clavicle. He was kicking, and, and whenever a player is on the ground and they're kicking or they're hitting the ground, there's usually something like that you that season ending. So when I saw him kicking the air, I'm like, oh god! Not to say that pain in the AC joint can't make somebody do that. So I think he, I think he'll be okay. If I had to predict, I hope I don't have to make a video tonight to update this video. If I had to predict, based on what we're hearing, looks like JJ might have dodged a, a, a big injury. And if I had to guess, it would be a couple week type of thing i don't think week one at all is in question unless they find a a cracked clavicle like i said or something that will show up in in a, a further test for now big relief can overwhelm your body and maybe just maybe you can get him at 3.1 tonight in a draft that you might be having and then we got to talk about early drafting because everybody's coming out of the woodwork now going smitty you did an episode a little while ago that said early drafting is good it's okay early drafting's fine and how do you feel about it now smitty nothing's changed for me you guys are so funny i love drafting early an injury to a guy i like even if it's random is not going to change that. I'm thinking deeper into the topic than one player away from not liking my approach, not liking my stance of drafting early. I'm not recommending anybody draft in January, February in a redraft league, but I tend to draft redraft leagues in June and July because I'm trying to show you all what I think you should do and sacrifice for my people. But I enjoy it because you get an edge over people because you can, the pros far outweigh the cons. You can get a a CD lamb, Uh, A guy like Justin Jefferson, hopefully he's healthy. You can't avoid this stuff in October or September or August or July or April or December. Random, unavoidable, not detectable, not predictable injuries will happen no matter what. You can't fight that. That doesn't matter if you draft in August or in September. The advantage you have is you can say Mike Thomas is getting overdrafted. I'm not going near him. And then people get burned drafting him early before the news breaks that you could have predicted. Cam Akers, you can tell me till you're blue in the face. Oh, you couldn't have predicted his injury. I couldn't have predicted his exact injury. But Cam was an avoid. 50% injury risk to me. Top five running back injury risk in my in my determination. And I'm not alone. There are other people out there. My boy, Dr. Jesse Morris had him in the top two of predictable injuries. You are at a huge advantage If you're dialed in and embedded in fantasy football, and if you're watching this channel year-round, you are. Pros far outweigh the cons. And what are we talking about here? No one in redrafts drafted in in July and June anyway. We're talking mainly about dynasty. Some people make fun of new dynasty startups that, that do their draft in like March or April. 
because they want to be ahead of the NFL draft. And that coincides with what the NFL schedule. I like that. I'm all for drafting a dynasty startup in January. Sign me up. The advantages I feel I'll have on everybody else because I'm literally 365 dialed into fantasy football. Risers, climbers, news. I'm going to land CD Lambs more than I'm going to run into a random injury that could strike anybody October or August or January. So enough of the old, told you, Smitty. Drafting early, I told you, is very, very bad. Now, do you agree now? Do you agree because because of Justin Jefferson? Do you, do you agree now, Smitty? No, stop saying it. JJ should be okay. I will keep you updated, though. Josh Allen. Ikes. Got making fun of Shefty and his autocorrect. And my autocorrect is on point as well. Ikes. Massive deal. Dude signs a 258 mil contract extension. 150 guaranteed. Beast. Now, Smitty, this doesn't have anything to do with fantasy football. How could you? What's, what's the point of talking about this? I'll tell you the point. The point is people overreact. And sometimes they see news like this and they let it influence them. And unfortunately, this news will influence them in the correct direction that, that Josh Allen's about to become a 45-50 TD passer, but this validates it for them. Oh, I'm a little worried about Josh Allen. Oh, no, I'm not. The team believes in him. I, I think I'll draft him in the third round now. Josh Allen's now a third-round staple. Congratulations, Bills. Thanks for ruining our fantasy football fourth-round potential hopes for the man named Josh Allen, who also punches people in the throat. In fact, he might have taught Herbert how to do it. I love Josh Allen. I don't care that the QB pool is deep. I don't even care that I love Justin Herbert so much that it makes me sick not to draft him. In the end, Josh Allen can throw for 45 to 50 TDs with the extra game. That can win you a league. At third round value, I'm still all in. Josh Allen, you've been Smitty approved. You can go in round three anywhere, and I will Smitty approve that. 3.1, Smitty approved. 3.3, Smitty approved. Josh Allen, anywhere in round three. Smitty approved. It just sucks that that we can't steal him in round four. Grandma is going to hear about this. Bob from accounting is going to hear about this. Bud is going to walk out of the restroom and go, I was on the, the, the toilet, the can got the paper under his arm uh i heard the news my on my tweeter my tweeter not that tweeter on my tweeter account i heard that josh allen ain't a big deal that means he's a big deal i think i'll draft him in round three saquon barkley could be out up to week three maybe longer maybe shorter nobody really knows we're really far out it's it's august 6th there's no way anybody knows the exact amount of time he's going to be out but the fact that we're hearing that he could be out till week three means he's not ready right now. This news wouldn't break like that. Not to mention, Barkley's already confirmed through a couple comments of his own where he's like, you know, he's looking out for his future. He doesn't want to rush it. He doesn't know if he'll be ready for week one. All those things are lining up to suggest that this is probably looking true. And like I told you earlier, could I be wrong? Predicting injury is not an easy thing. Predicting missed time is not an easy task. Predicting anything in football is not an easy task, but you always want to err on the side of caution. And when things are telling you, like Barkley, this news right here, 
everything we're hearing when it all tells you that there's a likelihood of you getting screwed at at 1.4 overall or 1.7 overall because you might have a guy missing one to three weeks this timetable wasn't available to us a month ago who's to say we won't get to like near september 1 and the timetable moves further why ask yourself this question And, and again i could be wrong but if i'm wrong who cares right because you're taking a safer player that has probably easily as much upside as Barkley. There are tons of players that have that much upside. Devontae Adams, take a wide receiver. Go wide receiver, then go running back. Go Gibby or Harris in round two. Go Clyde in round two. Go J.K. Dobbins, who's now probably getting pulled into round two because of this injury. Akers down, Barkley down. Those running backs are getting pulled up left and right. Why is Adams not safer than Barkley? Answer me that question. Why is Hill not safer than Barkley? Answer me that question. Why do you not want Stefan Diggs instead of Barkley when the risk is there? Could Barkley outscore either or be equal? Absolutely. Is there more of a reason to let Barkley prove he's worthy of a Diggs pick or an Adams type value? Absolutely. When looking at risk, you have to look at the red flags. And if there's multiple red flags, and there are multiple red flags on whether Barkley's ready for week one, not one comment. You have reports, you have Barkley saying it. Ask yourself this question. Why is this coming up now? Is there a setback that we'll hear about? Is there some complication? Is there another surgery that needs to happen? Sometimes I'm not saying this is the case. This is me predicting, but I've been pretty spot on all offseason in terms of avoiding some of this risky stuff. Could we maybe hear that he needs another cleanup done? Something is getting in the way of him being ready for week one because he has had enough time. He's an athletic dude. He is a very athletic dude. He should be ready. Setbacks happen. It doesn't mean he's not strong. It doesn't mean he won't come back full speed at midseason. Doesn't mean he won't earn top 10 running back values like like Mixon did in 2019, but failed the entire first half of the year. He still finishes a top 10 running back, but he failed in 2019 because Mixon didn't show up for half of a year. Drafting Barkley at four or five, even if let's say he tears it up down the stretch and has a top 12 or nine or 10 overall running back season, weeks one through whatever that you're without him where he's up and down or very, very, very spotty, you could lose your league and be one and six. What's it matter if he tears it up down the stretch? Why take a risk on Barkley when you could literally draft Gibson and trade down to get that player? Or go Adams, Hill, Stefan Diggs, Hopkins, whoever you want at wide receiver that you think could be top one to three overall for wide receivers. Why not take that approach and grab a running back that I think still outscores Barkley in 2021 in Gibson? Harris, maybe even Clyde Edwards-Alaire, maybe even J.K. Dobbins. They're safer. They're just safer. Ask yourself that question. Why is it now weeks one through three he could miss? What is that telling you? It tells me there might be some kind of setback. Otherwise, he'd be ready. He's too athletic not to be. I don't have any information on this. I could be wrong on this. But even if I'm wrong, you're making a safe guesstimation that the player you're going to attack instead of Barkley could get you back easily the same value but is much much safer i hope i'm wrong i hope there's no second surgery coming but i'm asking why i'm asking why is this coming up now and just like mike thomas you started to hear things okay he did have surgery oh why isn't he ready oh 
He didn't have surgery until now. I don't like when news pops up late like this and you have an incomplete story. It's all about probabilities. Does that mean there's no chance that there isn't a 10% chance Barkley could come out and be the number one running back from out the gate until week 17? Of course that could happen. Like, let's call it a 10% chance. That doesn't mean that it wasn't a smart play to assume that 10% chance was, was not gonna happen. And whether it happens or not, you made the right move. It's all an odds game. Don't look at it like failing to predict the right scenario. You're playing an odds game. Barkley is not a good bet right now at his current ADP. And if you ask me, Smitty, well, if you're not going to take Barkley at, at all in the first round, where are you taking him at 1.12 or 2.01? I've gotten like four DMs already where people are like, hey, Smitty, I'm at 1.8. Should I take him? No, 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 no. Adams Hill digs. Even Ridley, you could argue DK, you could argue any of those top wide receivers that could be number one overall. If Hopkins is your number one, then Hopkins over him. Why not take a guy that's a bona fide number one overall wide receiver? Not a wide receiver one, the potential number one. There are a plethora of them around. They're about seven deep, bro. Grab one of them, get yourself a Gibby or a Harris or a Clyde instead of going Barkley. I'll have more on this uh, to come. On smitty1.com, click the prize pick banner. Enter promo code smitty or it should enter it for you if you go to the link, smitty1.com. They'll match up to $100 on your, your first deposit. Play DFS the right way. And I'll tell you, these prop contests are so fun to play because in the beginning of the year, I was breaking this down. Jonathan Taylor under a certain amount of yards. Barkley, those are the two examples I gave. Imagine if you did one of those contests where you're tying three of them together. You're doing the multiplier where you got to get all three of the, the, the predictions correct. And you've got a contest out there that's got Barkley on the under in terms of yardage, JT on the under in terms of yardage. It's so fun. It's, it's such a fun way to play DFS. It's such a fun way to play fantasy. Go to smitty1.com. Click on that prize picks banner. And most importantly, if you do that, I will give you a free phone call. Get in contact with me after you do it. Let me help you with your draft 15 minutes before your draft. Let me do a call the night before your draft. 15 minutes, you and I talking strategy about your draft. All you got to do is go do a $25 minimum deposit at prize picks using promo code Smitty. It's that simple. Get out of here. Oh, oh, and go to heysmitty.com. Order my text service, one-on-one -on -one text advice, baby. I've, I've got people I text all day long. Why are you not texting me? Go to heysmitty.com and order now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get on over to smitty1.com and play prize picks. Click on the prize picks banner. It's got a football player right on it. 
enter promo code Smitty, but the link should enter it for you, and I'll give you a free phone call. Prize picks will match your deposit up to $100. For new accounts only, get on over to Smitty1.com, click on the Prize Picks banner, play DFS the right way, and get your free phone call from me.